Welcome, everybody, to the Natural Disasters of Wrestling podcast. Uh, I am Matt. I'm Don. Uh, normally, we do love to open with jokes because we are very funny people. And, uh, you know, this is a podcast meant to uh, bring joy, I guess, to our lives and to the lives of our listeners because wrestling is a very fun uh, sport um, or a form of entertainment, whichever you prefer to call it. Um, and that's something we like to share with the rest of you. Uh, but right now, um, our sport is going through a really dark time, just like the rest of the outside world. Um, so this episode is going to be pretty intense. It is uh, going to touch on some um, some triggering things. Uh, regarding uh, sexual misconduct and, and allegations of sexual um, misconduct. And so I just want to lead off with that because I understand for some people it is really hard. And as a, um, um, as a victim as well, uh, I don't necessarily like to talk about it with a lot of people, um, but I feel like it's very important for the victims that are speaking up right now to know that they are uh, supported and that their voices will be heard. Um, so that is what this show is going to be about. Uh, first and foremost, though, happy uh, Juneteenth to all of our Black uh, listeners and to all of the Black community out there. Um, it is now being regarded, it might be regarded hopefully soon as an actual national holiday, but now there are a lot of uh, companies that are, uh, you know, making it a paid ho- a holiday for their workers. Uh, mostly right now, corporate, I wish and I wish and I hope that at some point it does extend to people that don't just work in a corporate office, but I mean, we'll get there when we get there and, you know, I uh, extend my full support to that. Um, but you know, uh, again, happy Ju- Juneteenth. Um, but right now we're going to switch it up to a lot of the shit that's been happening up on, on Twitter and in the wrestling community. Don, do you want to kind of cover what's uh, kind of start us off? So this week was a uh, kind of an eye-opening week in terms of, in terms of wrestling news. It all started with, it all started with uh, wrestling indie wrestler David Starr. Um, he, you know, was accused by an ex of, uh, you know, emotional as well as sexual abuse throughout their relationship. And she had, you know, shared screenshots on Twitter about, you know, what was going on and what was going on and, you know, kind of like the whole behind the scenes of everything that oh. happened and uh it started up the movement called speaking out which oh. several other female wrestlers or women in the industry you know as well as men in the industry started. And, for, and for the sake of, of of making sure that they're it's their voice that are telling these stories and these narratives uh, I was struggling when when we were talking to Donald before we started the show if we shouldn't necessarily mention 
these women's names or these victims names because it's not just women um yeah. but it's just primarily women as uh, well um but we will we will talk about I, yeah i mean again i don't think we i mean the victims voices should be heard but at the same time uh you know we want to respect their privacy yeah, this is a tricky situation, and I mean, we apologize first and foremost if this, if the way we handle this isn't so the smoothest. The way we've decided on this is uh, anything that is in the news, in terms anything, of in terms of uh, in terms of companies that made statements like official statements. Yep. We will discuss. Or anybody who has made official statements in terms of. Let's say, for example, like police are police, as well as companies who have made statements on individuals, and any individuals who have gone through uh, a legal team to make a statement. Correct. So we're trying to keep it just like that because it, a, I'm not gonna lie, it covers our asses. So that way, you know, we we're, we're not we're not trying to spread the the fires on yeah. rumors that are unsubstantiated right now because and if yeah our source for this information is all is our source for most of this information coming from Russell Tuck um, who have done a phenomenal job of kind of gathering all the information that they can um, so you know kudos to Ollie Davis and the rest of the folks over there at Russell Tuck for getting all of this um, mm. Leanne I want to also Leanne Winard, who's one of the main writers on Russell Talk, has been pretty much on it from the beginning. So, um, yeah, so it started with David Starr. And from that, like, it just kind of stemmed out. Um, Progress Wrestling has issued out you know, a statement in regards to David Starr in particular, as well as some of the other names that are that have been thrown out there. Uh-huh. Um, so, one of the things that they have done is uh, David Starr will no longer be working for Progress. Uh, Mark Perry will also no longer be working for Progress. Uh, Travis Banks is suspended indefinitely. Jordan Devlin and Scott Davis have been stripped of tag team titles uh-huh. and have been suspended indefinitely. Um, they've also added on, we take these allegations extremely serious. Those under suspension will have the situation reviewed periodically between now and events starting again. We continue to monitor and listen to speaking out movement so that we can take appropriate action when necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, they also made a They also made another statement in regards to in regards to uh, sexual abuse in the British wrestling. So here we go. The last couple of days have felt felt like a watershed moment for British wrestling scene. Stories being bravely told about abuse that have suffered within the wrestling business are heartbreaking and eye-opening. 
We stand with you and we hear you. Please keep speaking out. We have spent today consulting with trusted colleagues within the wrestling business about how we can improve our work environment and make it safer for all involved, talent, crew, and fans. These have been incredibly positive decisions that we're excited to get working and making them reality. It will take time, but as a wrestling community, we can clean the scene up and make it better and safe. From a personal perspective, whether a victim, friend, casual acquaintance, or colleague, no one should feel guilty about seeing the signs of abuse. The nature of the abuser are, is that they adapt at hiding in plain sight. As a company, we've consistently removed obscene and abusive fans. Today at our production crew, we have we have a banned list that gets circulated at all the venues we work with, so that even if someone on that band list gets a ticket indirectly, security won't let them in the door. We have been in business for eight years now and expected to be over the course of time. There have been incidents between fans and very occasionally between wrestlers and fans. Where possible, action has been taken. When appropriate, and where a criminal offense may be committed, we have advised people to take the matter to police. These approaches will be reviewed and extended with additional support pathways. Progress does not have anyone under contract. Everyone who works for the company is freelance. What this means is, what this means in practice is that when they're on the clock for us, they're ultimately responsible for what they do. Once they left the building, they're an adult and responsible for their own behavior. We thank you for reading. As of this month, we are taking steps to diversify our core team and wider circle of those whom we consult. And we will learn from this moment. So that's Progress's official statement on uh, this issue. Um, sorry, give me a sec. We also had um, the WWE um, actually make two statements. A couple so, statements, actually. So, um, Matt Riddle um, from NXT, from well, SmackDown now, and uh, NXT Cruiserweight Champion Jordan Devlin were both also accused. Uh, in, as well as uh, Jack well, Gallagher. Uh, yeah, Jack Gallagher as well. Um, and initially, WWE's response was, we take any allegation of this nature very seriously and are looking into the matter. Um, then later on, they made the separate statement, uh, which reads, individuals are responsible for their own personal actions. WWE has zero tolerance for matters involving domestic violence, child abuse, and sexual assault. Upon arrest for such misconduct, a WWE talent will be immediately suspended. Upon conviction for such misconduct, a WWE talent will be immediately terminated. WWE's ability to fine, suspend, or terminate a, ta- a WWE talent will not be, however, limited or compromised in any manner in the event incontrovertible evidence of such illegal misconduct is presented to WWE. Um. Now, from there, uh, there's been a couple of statements uh, from Jordan Devlin, Liego, as well as Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. Um, NXT Cruiserweight Champion Jordan Devlin said, I didn't want you to even address the heart hurtful allegation made against me, but for the sake of my followers and friends on this platform, 
that may for whatever reason be unsure, I'm going to address this once. The recent Hold allegations... On. On, pause. We can definitely pause. All right. Um, yeah, so Jordan Devlin said, the recent allegations made against me are completely overly false, and I deny it entirely. This is a case of... Matisse's personal agenda being executed against me on the back of a very brave telling true experiences by other women. I'm completely, I completely denounce it. This is all I will say on the matter, and I am not, I am now working with the legal team to help decide how best to proceed from here. Um, I don't want to read Largo's uh, statement just because he mentions a lot of names and I don't want anybody to get any heat on themselves because I don't want to. I don't want to feel like that person who's putting someone's name out there. Yeah. Um. But Matt Riddle's attorney did put out a statement saying the allegations by the end by this independent female performer are completely false. You know, another attempt to harass and humiliate Mr. and Mrs. Riddle and tarnish their reputation in the community. We have been aware for the last two years of this performance stalking the Riddle family. In 2019, our firm had drafted pleading against the, this performer seeking an injunction for cyber stalking in the circuit court for Orange County, Florida. Um, that's all they say on that, as well as kind of like a PDF attachment on them. Yeah. And off of the backs of all of this uh, off of the backs of all of this uh, Jack Gallagher was released by WWE um, WWE just stated you know we have come to terms with the release of Jack Gallagher no, no future endeavors unfortunately well, it's interesting how they also picked the picture of like young whippersnapper yeah. Jack Gallagher instead of the Instead of weird, the weird, weird Kevin Federline tattooed yeah. Jack Gallagher. Pretty interesting that they picked that picture of him, like from the Cruiserweight classics. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, w did, WWE did not provide any additional details. Usually, WWE comments, you know, best of luck in their future endeavors, but. With Jack Gallagher, it was just kind of it was kind of cut off with nothing like that. Yeah. Last time they did something like that was when Enzo Amore was uh. When yeah, when he was released. Was, yeah. yeah. When he was released and being investigated for sexual misconduct himself. Hey, you really have to fuck up in order to not get a future endeavors. Yeah. Um, off the heels of a lot of that. Impact released a statement of their own via Anthem Entertainment. Um, And it goes like this. At its core value, Anthem... Sorry. It is a core value of Anthem organization that we conduct our business with respect and integrity, providing safe and secure work environment for our employees and performers. We are following carefully the various allegations that are being made through social media and are reviewing all incidents involving impact wrestling talents and personnel to determine an appropriate course of action. We will 
So that's kind of how Anthem's approach right now is a couple of their wrestlers have been accused as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and off the heels of that, AEW. See, now this one's interesting because there was a lot of people speaking out about this one. Yeah. Do you mind if I read it? Go ahead. So one of the people that was mentioned along in the in these allegations was Jimmy Havoc, who is currently teaming with uh, Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford um, as what was their team name? Um, the, I forgot. Um, so AEW and a couple of the wrestlers have been uh, have been accused of sexual misconduct, but they they focused on Jimmy Havoc on this one, and they're. Uh, statement read as follows we wish jimmy havoc all the best as he receives treatment and counseling in an effort to overcome the mental health and substance abuse challenges in his life we are aware of various reports related to jimmy we are evaluating his status with our company and will address it when he has successfully completed his rehabilitation now to me this one's interesting because i'm not gonna go into verbatim of uh the stories that i had seen uh, but the the overall theme of it was Jimmy Havoc kind of using his whatever whatever mental health problems and whatever just uh, personal demons he had, he would use that as an excuse to mistreat not only his himself but more importantly the his his partners or whoever he had some sort of relationship with and. This one's interesting because they didn't just flat out fire him. They sent him to maybe rehab, counseling, something. And I think this... This one's interesting because, like, it it shows... Or hopefully... It's going to show one way or another what changing and accountability means... As far as an apology and as far as, as far as using this using mental health issues as as an excuse, because uh, it's obviously not right to to blame mental health because oh I treated you so wrong or I did this and I did that like that's not a valid excuse, um, and so you know hopefully if when he does finish his rehab like hopefully he'll understand that's that's not right and he'll change his behavior and like the like his victims. Uh, you know, have every right to not forgive him at the end of all this. Um, but I think it's important to that they kind of did this because, again, change behavior is a really big sign of growth. I agree. Um, so um, it's a, it's an interesting it's an interesting way for AEW to go. I agree. I agree. And uh, I mean, mental health issues is never an excuse for the horrible things you do. As a person, yeah, you know, both you and I both suffer from mental illness, and yeah, we do. We don't, we don't hide that. We don't really hide that, but it's uh, I, I will go on the record because accountability does mean a lot, especially as you, you grow and change into the person that you want to be, because growth is uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, if we look at everything that's going on around us right now, 
Like, look at the look at our country right now. Like, we're really like we're cracking down on the things that we've, that have been tolerated for too long, and especially in wrestling right now. Like, again, like the way the women have been treated in wrestling has been tolerated for far too long as well. Yeah. And so all of these things are really uncomfortable to talk about, but that's part of, of, of growth. And like, I know personally for me, like there are some things that I've done, you know, uh, because of my mental health that I am not proud of and that I have tried to apologize and atone for, and I'm trying to move past because I understand that those are things that shouldn't have been done or said um, back then. And so that's the only way that I can show that I am truly remorseful and you know never want to do those things and that's to show that i will never do those things again by just not doing them i'm i mean i'm in that same boat as well there's things you know of course there's things in my past that i've done that you know my mental health may have healed but i own it and i own it and i atone for it um likewise you know you know, being a victim myself of sexual abuse as a child and going through, going, you've, well, you've, you've been through, you've been by my side through some of, you know, my more toxic relationships. And, you know, there are being, so many times I wanted to punch you. Being, you know, being put in a situation where, you know, I was emotionally abused in, in a relationship. And it's, you know, I, I, I feel for the, I feel for victims. I feel for the victims because I've been there. It's hard to see that pattern when you're in it. And it's a, a lot harder to get out of that pattern once you're in it. Yeah. Um, and then to even to, to realize, acknowledge what exactly you went through and then to speak out about it is, 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 is it's really brave because like that's that's something a lot of people don't talk about and that's you know sometimes that that doesn't end well because people end up hurting themselves or doing something even worse because they can talk about it um and, you know we'll say this at the end but just again like you know we're so proud of all the women speaking up right now and all the other victims that aren't just women that are speaking yeah. up right now um, but, uh, but again, like I said, like Jimmy Havoc going to rehab, that's like, you know, if he changes his behavior and he's able to, to, to fight whatever demons he has, again, that's going to show how much he gives a shit because, um, because if, again, like if he hasn't learned anything, then, you know, AEW has, a, has every right to, to fire him. Like they didn't even have to do this. They could have just let him go, but they chose to be like, okay, like if you really want, like, you know, they, they care about the well being of this person. And to hope that he never does it again, that they want to help him instead of just casting him out into the world where he could in, uh, invariably just go and do something worse. Whether it be to himself or to somebody else. Um, speaking of, you know, again, other organizations out there, uh, NWA Vice President, um, sorry, Vice President. Dave Lagana. Dave Lagana, yeah. Um, he resigned as vice president effective immediately. Um, after, uh, yeah, so Liz Savage, she's not, you know, she doesn't mind her name being out there. She's, 
she's someone who's she's basically spoke out about against you know Dave. I I want to keep saying lasagna. I know, right? Like I'm so sorry, but I just keep wanting to saying I keep on just wanting to say lasagna. But and then like even even NWA mentioned her uh, when they made their uh, statement about yeah. uh, regarding Dave Lagana. So yes, uh, NWA said prudent. So, pursuant to allegations made by by wrestler Liz Savage on her Twitter account on six eighteen twenty, NWA VP Dave Lagana has resigned his position effective immediately, as well as all production of NWA content is temporarily halted pending restructuring of executive management positions. So NWA is not playing around. Nope. They're, they're just like, yeah, we have shit on the stove to put out, but I mean, we can't do it if this person is, you know, if this person did this stuff. Yep. So, um, so from that, um, Yorkshire police in the UK are now investigating a lot of the speaking out claims. Um, Jonathan Savage from BBC, you know, was has contacted police. They have informed him that, you know, they're carrying out initial inquiries after members of the UK pro wrestling community alleged, alleged a number of cases of abuse using the hashtag speaking out. Um, and then from there, Leah Marie is one of the wrestlers who have come forth saying, hey, guys, I spoke to the West Yorkshire police in regards to speaking out. Um, her exact her exact statement is, Hi all. I've had another conversation with the West Yorkshire police. They are talking about speaking out. They're taking the speaking out movement incredibly serious and will be visiting me at home tomorrow. In the meantime, they have asked for anyone with the experience of abuse to refrain from commenting any further on social media in order to preserve the integrity of the case. If you have not reported your experience already, please contact your local police team who will take your statement again. Please do not name anyone or post any any further evidence on social media. If you do not feel comfortable contacting the police or feel that you do not have the proof, please contact me privately either by DM. So, I mean, this is, that's, it's good, it's progress. It's gonna get investigated. Uh -huh. um, we'll likely see less names pop up now but I'm assuming once police are done investigating, um, that's kind of when we'll see the full extent of what's going on. Um, unfortunately, you know, this is something that doesn't, you know, take days. It takes months. It takes even years sometimes to, you know, huh. build a case up, to build a case up against some of these people. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, obviously, I think if you look on certain hashtags and stuff like that, there are a list of um, abusers in pro wrestling. And honestly, until anything is said by either a company or the, or the police or through the representative, the legal representative of a certain person, 
Um, I think you should take, I'm not saying don't blame the victims, but I think you should wait before you, sh- you really pass judgment. Um, just for the fact that like everybody's story needs to be told and it needs to be hand- handled in the way, in-, in a proper way. And you know what, sometimes even social media is unfortunately a better way of doing it um, than the courts. Yeah. Because the court of, of, uh, of public opinion, of public opinion, usually deals a lot more damage than an actual court of law, unfortunately. Um, but I think if you see these lists and if you hear all these, I think you should actually give it time, listen to the victim, obviously, and just also, you know, think a little bit critically before you start jumping down the throat of somebody as well. I agree. Um, and I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that because, you know, uh, I am a male presenting person or of any sort or like just because like so there are, unfortunately there have been names of people that, you know, Donald and I are fans of and, you know, it, I understand it's super hard for these people to hear it and, you know, sometimes it's just the truth but at the same time, like, again, I just think it's just give it time and all these will, will uh, sort themselves out and, um, Again, like it is, it's so fucked up how this year has shown us how flawed the system is. Because if it's not, you know, racism, it's sexism, and it's it's a status quo that's been kept up by an oppressor, you know, and it's just so hard to fix those systems when, you know, the oppressor is so strong. I agree. Um, but, you know, um, fortunately there are plenty of, um, plenty of support systems out there. Yeah. Um, actually I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, there are several places, you know, there are several, several different organizations out there. Um, and I'll have links to them in this episode. If you're in the UK, if you're in the UK, there's Mental Health UK, Mind UK, Young Minds, um, Refuge and Women Aid. There's several here in America, whether it's the Jed Foundation, Mental Health America, NAMI ASFP, uh, National Suicide Prevention Hotline. There are a ton of options that you can use to call. Um, the National Domestic Violence Hotline as well, Therapy Den. So I will have all of these linked in. I will have all of these linked into uh, in this episode as well. So, you know, click it. If you, you know, if you need that support, we have you covered. Um, yeah. Uh, it feels so odd having you know trying to plug our own um, podcast Twitter at this time. Um, but I mean, like, if you are uh, a victim or a survivor, however you would like to classify yourself, either or valid, um, just understand that me and Donald uh, know where you're coming from. So feel free to hit us up on there if you want to talk to either of us, or hit us up on a personal ones because we understand the 
the need for support and the need for validation right now because um, this shit's hard and um, you know I I think to kind of bring this up just a little bit uh, I think now more than ever is a fantastic time to support women's wrestling um, 100% and you know unfortunately and I was thinking about this last night too how it wasn't until maybe fireworks going off in my background right now. Yeah, we're in America. Um, like, the, like the two weeks before the Fourth of July are ridiculous. Um, and I have my doors but, uh, closed, but I have my windows closed, by the way. Dude, I'm surprised I haven't heard a loud bang within like the past two hours, three hours since I've been home. Shit. Um, but, yeah. Subject again. Uh. But what I was saying, uh, what I was saying is, that I was thinking about this last night and how unfortunate it it, it has that within the past, I want to say, six years, that it was really then that women's wrestling actually got taken a lot more seriously, and just the way that like a lot of this stuff has been going on and a lot of ways that like women have been viewed. I think obviously the way they were treated and the way they were depicted in the nineties, especially during the attitude era and even kind of sort of kind of the, the ruthless aggression era didn't help that at all because, okay. you know, obviously like I grew up, you and I watched a lot of the attitude era and especially me, my formative years of the attitude era and the ruthless aggression era. And it was a lot of thinking and a lot of, a lot of toxic, uh, behaviors that I had to unlearn uh, because that was what I was entrenched in. Um, luckily, like I didn't really do like any of it uh, or gave into any of it. At least I feel I didn't. Um, but you know, it, we've it took this long for women to not only be seen as people, but you know, actual athletes uh, worthy of being showcased. Um, I think I think I remember like. It, Especially, and unfortunately, like, it's not that, like, unfortunately, not everybody still sees women as, as athletes or as equals. Um, because I think we talked about this maybe a month ago about CZW. Yep. Um, and how they sold their D, their, their DVD rights to, uh, to, to a second party, third party, or whatever. And that person or that party was uh, advertising these. Uh, these wrestling matches in really raunchy ways yeah that just does a total disservice to you know women's wrestling as a whole but to these particular women because they're not just pieces of meat and they're not you know just this eye candy that maybe they used to be presented as back in the 90s like these are actually actual athletes that deserve and require the treatment and respect that their male counterparts get from every actually every other fucking company um um i would say let's go over the rest of the week but to be honest nothing else really matters right now in wrestling yeah um the AEW was AEW NXT NXT was NXT um, um yeah Raw was the show i mean we'll, we'll, we, we will get back to our, our normal 
we'll we'll get back to our normal uh uh you know flow we'll get, of things yeah we'll right get now back to our normal we felt that but this was too important to pass up just like anything else that we've talked about and again like i said like a lot of it, it's a lot of seriousness that we've been discussing within the past three months but i mean that is the state of our world right now and it's a it's it's not right if we don't use our platform to speak on these things yep um i think this is going to do this for this episode i will have links to uh if you are if you find yourself in a situation where you know you are emotionally physically sexually abused and you need to speak out we'll have links for those in this episode as well as future episodes um Yes, please, please don't, don't, I mean, I understand how hard it is, and if you're not ready, you're not ready, that's fine, but please don't, don't think that nobody wants, doesn't want to hear your story and doesn't want to hear your voices, is, should never be heard, like, please speak out about this. If you, I mean, hell, if you, if you need can, someone, and if, if you, you find you need, the stream. Yeah. If you need someone to talk to, hit me up, I'm at El Dambrujo on every single platform. Um, you know, we love you guys, our fans, and we'll help support you guys in any any way possible emotionally. Um, where can people find you, Matt? Uh, I am at pending two fifty seven on Twitter, and of course, you can find both of us at our uh, our podcast Twitter at TNDW Podcasts. Um, you see, this is normally where we'll say our slogan. I mean, but this week was a fucking disaster. <laughs>